America. We are endowed by our Creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Shit 90 Shows Taught Me was not filmed before a live studio audience. Do you not want to wait? Neither do we. Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling here with my co-host, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? Hi, you little daydream believer. How you doing? That song has been in my head ever since I watched this episode, and it played like 70 fucking times. It was like, hey, in case you forgot, there was that episode where PC was all jealous because this was like Dawson and uh, Joey's like song at their aunt, their crazy aunt's place. And <laughs> don't forget. And we're going to play it. And we're going to do the really, really like slowed down version just to nail it into your freaking head. Is Daydream Believer the the song of uh, Dawson's Creek? Well, or Imagine. Is it Imagine? I think it's Imagine. Um... I, I mean, wait, like the song for Dawson's Creek? Besides, I don't want to wait. Oh, okay. Um, Yeah, probably. I mean, we've heard it in a few different episodes now. And it's, it's definitely like the Dawson-Joey anthem. Right, yeah. And it's apparently Joey's favorite song. Oh, this is so stupid. I can't, like, okay. I don't, it's not like I didn't like this episode because I do think it has a lot of good moments. But I guess my biggest problem with it is it's just like, okay, so Pacey leaves. And I guess we're probably, what, a few weeks after that or something. And it's like all of a sudden he's furthest from everyone's mind. It's like he never existed. Yeah, apparent, but Joey thinks about him every 10 seconds. 
yeah except like uh, it's just it's so much it's this this episode really was like an ode to the uh to the Jossen shippers yeah it, you know what i mean it's like yeah. oh don't forget don't wait Jossen shippers we didn't forget about you no. we understand we have our jossie fans but we also have the Jossens, and so we need to just like make them feel good and give them and this almost felt like um we were talking to our friend and our guest once upon a time adam and he had said like last episode he thought would have been a really good like series finale for the show yeah and it's kind of strange because we were like well last episode felt like a finale and then we get to this episode and this almost to me felt like a series finale as well it did it felt that i was thinking the exact same thing if it wasn't for the very last scene mm-hmm. i would have thought that it could have been a series finale like they were expecting not to continue this show after on to college like it did yeah. feel like that i totally agree with you because there was a lot of like nostalgia in this episode yes and i it really felt like callbacky yes and i think it ultimately is um a finale in the sense of next season we're not going to be at the creek we're not going to right. see this like big centralized location where we've lived in for all this time so it's almost an ode to the creek but yeah it definitely felt like it also there was like a lot of like it was like a first date where we were learning you asked like the most benign questions like what's your favorite color what's your favorite movie it's just like why are we doing this we're four seasons into the show like would you rather's like we watched uh you know their feet like et again yeah. i i do love in the very first scene the discussion about dawson's previous movies because <laughs> finally is. dawson is like you know what i'm a shit filmmaker like i'm really really bad like yeah. why didn't anybody tell me this yeah i loved it too i think it's funny because it's like it really did feel like back to basics Dawson's Creek where it we have like a season one episode. It did. It did because I mean, I guess to start things off, we're like we're in Dawson's bedroom, which again, very season one where we start the episode in Dawson's bedroom. We and we're also like zooming in from the outside, right? It's night. We're zooming in on Dawson, like the outside of the house and the creek itself, which also felt very season one. The only difference is there's no ladder, right? Like the, the ladder has been removed. Yes. And the iconic ladder that Yui used to get into Jen's bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> Yui did not return it. Dude, <laughs> no. So rude. But also you're so right because um the very last shot of the episode is the same shot yes. that we saw in season one of yep. seeing the two people kiss in like the, the shadows of them. The yeah. shadows. And what was it? It was like Jen and Dawson last time because wasn't it? Because well, or- no, this was it was this was the same shot that they used when da- uh, Dawson and Joey first kissed too. Oh, okay, that's what it was. That's yeah. what it was. I, I knew we saw it's it somewhere. Not the premiere. It's not like the series premiere like shot because they didn't kiss for like a while. But right. yeah, it very much felt like that. It really felt like a fan servicey type of episode, which yeah. usually happens towards the end of like a series run. And so yeah, it's really strange, and we like. We start off in Dawson's bedroom. Joey and Dawson are, and this kills me every time, they're like sitting on his bed watching a movie with their shoes on. And I'm like, can you please like take your shoes off when you're sitting on someone's bed? It's so rude to me. I can't. Yeah. I always lived in a house where we weren't forced to take our shoes off in the house. And um, 
growing up, that's just like how it was. But mm-hmm. now that I own my own home, or at least I rent my own home, I am definitely a shoes off when you enter the door person. And yeah. I'm so annoyed when Drew leaves his like stupid. Um, remember his shoes are like custom like yeah the fancy uh special order one so like yeah yeah, drew goes on like vans.com and like makes his own shoes and like each time he does it they get progressively uglier but that's like a different story for a different time he's they're like all primary colors (laughs) he's he's not the best shoe designer but it's okay um he he, like always is like ketchup and mustard shoes it's like really infuriating and i try to like gear him towards something more neutral what about gray though (laughs) yeah i'm like what about gray and And he's he's like like, what about lime green exactly (laughs) it's sad but true but like once you get access to no it's it's not vans what was it isn't it converse Converse. That's what it was. Yeah, I was gonna once say I thought get, they were Converse. Yeah, they're they're Converse. Once you get access to Converse uh custom, like you really rage. Like rose golds, like lace caps, like it, he really <laughs> goes full out. But um yeah, he like leaves them on like the carpet. I like get irate. But yeah, shoes in the bed, no, disgusting. It's not okay. Just take them mm-hmm. off. And so they're chilling yeah. and they're watching the sea creature from the deep, which is like the very first movie that they made. Yes. And like you said, Dawson is just like, This sucks. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, Why did nobody tell you? And then you and I are like, We did. We did try to tell you. And freaking Joey, this is the shit. This is the problem with the two of them. Is there like Joey will not tell him the truth? She's just like, um, actually it won a prize at the junior division of the boston film festival and you got twenty five hundred dollars so like five whopping hundred dollars yeah which by the way um was it five thousand and he gave her half to for like helping or was it twenty five hundred no it was twenty five hundred and he gave gave her a thousand change and that's why his second movie blew too yeah so then then joey money that time just because she helped she, she oh, helped. she wanted to see the art classes. Wasn't this the second movie that he gave her money for, though? Wasn't it the one that she helped produce? Like, she helped produce the one that was um, about her. Maybe it was that one. I don't really know. That's how he got the money. He won for he won money for the first film. And then, then he gave her half. To, OK. And then, and then used then... that money to make the second film movie about her and i think that she used that money for art classes that makes why sense. is dawson always throwing money at joey is <laughs> this like a perpetual issue i think he them? just feels bad that she doesn't have any money and she's well, always working no, I'm so like, hard. i don't have money either dawson like throw money at me <laughs> and i just love how he refers to the the joey movie as a self-indulgent piece of crap which we've been new dawson no, <laughs> you're not the best filmmaker maybe it's the fact that like maybe dawson could be a great director but maybe he's just not a good writer um that could be it that certainly could be it i mean he just doesn't necessarily have that like blockbuster vision you know yeah maybe but maybe if he got like a really good script he can make something out of it yeah i could see that um and uh and i this is like so self self-referential and like meta where he's like how did we get here feels like we were just watching et wondering what 10th grade is going to be like and now we're leaving for college and it's just like okay dawson we all remember episode one of season one like it's fine <laughs> yeah I, I really would be interested in watching the first episode again after 
after this episode because it is so much like the first season and the pilot yeah and yeah it's very it is very self-referential yeah i wonder if they're wonder if they were thinking that it was going to it had a potential to get canceled after this i know i need to look that up at some point while we're recording to see if that's the case because i don't know like i don't know uh let's see was dawson's creek almost canceled after season four um because i don't i don't know i'm not seeing Because if you think about it you can think like hey if it ended here and it ended with dawson and joey kissing then oh the jawson fans would be so happy and then like ultimately you're like okay so at the end of it it's dawson and joey like they are the ones that were meant to be together yeah i could see that being the case like that them thinking that um and so we find out dawson is leaving the day after tomorrow because he's going to do a summer program for college and um joey's just like this is so great like but you need to pack uh he's like i'm in denial i can't be packing right now um and as they're watching the the creature from the deep lagoon or whatever the hell the name is they see pacey on screen and dawson asks if she's heard from him and she's just like nope have not heard from him at all um and uh and yeah it's just like uh she says never get involved with a monster from beneath the sea no matter how charming it's just not gonna work um so that's interesting like pacey's been away for a few weeks i don't know i wouldn't i guess like he's like on a cruise or he's on a what is it called he's on a boat like i wouldn't have expected to hear from him you know Right. This is an age where cell phones aren't readily available. Even if you do have a cell phone, you're in the middle of the ocean, right? right. So it's not like you have service out there. So, right. yeah, I don't think that I would have expected to hear from Pacey. But I guess when they get onto land, I suppose Pacey could give somebody a ring, but they're not together right now. So why would he and he's spending the summer trying to like get over joey exactly so why would he yeah go and give her a call but i also, think she kind of feels like well they left on really good terms so did. like why wouldn't he and also he left without saying goodbye to a soul exactly exactly yeah yeah um and uh dawson says i've been having a really good time like hanging out with you and they both agree like oh you know it's gonna have to come to an end but um eventually it's all gonna have to come to an end um and uh they they click they watch like more of the the whatever the movie and then we get to the the opening credits um and then the next scene correct me if i'm wrong because i could be i could easily be wrong but where where the four of them are hanging out where jack jen joey and dawson are hanging out is this not the location where like pc had sex with tammy like this is like that hidden spot isn't it in season one i'm not positive if that's what it is but i assumed that that's what it was and because of the fountain and yeah that's what i i I thought that that's what it was as well that's how i read the situation it might maybe be not the same exact location because maybe they couldn't get like permits there or whatever again but i think that that's what's supposed to be but how are you going to go and this is the spot where like dawson took jen to make out with her yeah he wanted to have sex with her there yeah so it's like okay so what we're gonna just like bring everybody back to the place where like there's there's like there's some history germs all over this place and you're laying on the concrete well it's weird because they 
it seems like they they're talking about this or they're hanging at this place like it was like a hangout spot for them but it like yeah. literally never was like it was yeah. the place that people went to bone it's like make out cove yeah like this is yeah. exactly where you take people to make but yeah exactly they're like, but this is the self-referential episode where we're going to go back to our all of our old haunts and like yeah. hang out and whatever so yeah they're the four of them are laying in the bright as sun no shade no sunscreen probably no sunscreen no sunglasses just getting burned to the crisp um and, and they're all wearing long sleeves long and sleeves this is fucking on, summer it's summer it's summer and we know okay so like we know they live in maine or not maine sorry massachusetts, massachusetts yeah sure it's supposed to be cool it's not so cool in june july that yeah but also if you look at it, they, they film in North Carolina, right? They are in the fucking North Carolina sun in full, like, pants and long pants, sleeve shirts. Long sleeves, in the summer sun. Disgusting. Yeah. Horrible. Yeah, it's awful. They're talking about getting summer jobs. And, of course, Dawson, as always, is like, hey, there's Larry's Fresh Fish. And they're like, yeah, we know. We're aware. Like, yeah, we don't Jen go- literally got banned from there. Yeah, and they don't want to go home smelling like fucking stanky fish no. every night. You know, no. that's the worst case scenario um and uh and so yeah so then they're playing a game of would you rather and so jack has one would you rather work two straight shifts at the fresh fish house completely naked or have sex with principal peskin like have sex i mean i'm gonna answer these questions i would rather have sex with principal plankton i would too because i don't want to work naked for 16 hours yeah at a fresh fish yeah assuming it is fresh they say that it's fresh but how do we really know we don't know um and so then joey has one sex with peskin or spend your entire freshman year living with a roommate who smells really really bad like french foreign exchange student bad (laughs) uh sex with plankton plankton peskin (laughs) thinking about that fresh fish too much um um yeah, I think so too. I think because that's like one and done. Exactly. Like your entire semester. Yeah. Exactly. Um, what I learned this episode is that Joey hates smelly people because like she talks a lot about smelly people <laughs> in this episode. She really hates smelly people. Yeah. Um, uh, another would you rather uh with Dawson? He says, I have the best one yet. Sex with Peskin or watch Peskin have sex with Grams. Watch Peskin and Definitely. Grams. Definitely definitely i mean you could like do you have to keep your eyes open the entire time you know i guess you have to but, uh yeah um, maybe you can just like pretend i mean can you i think that you could like close your eyes i think that you i could can squint and make it blurry exactly yeah, yeah. i would rather Plug your ears. or i don't know like maybe they have techniques that i don't know so maybe i would not <laughs> grams is like I looked I looked this up in the comments. <laughs> I'm yeah. way bendier than I look. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So yeah, I, but they they it's like it, the thing with would you rather is that like you're trying to like outgross each other. So Yeah, yeah. This they is were gross, you know. Yeah, they're like, ew. Yeah. Um, and so Dawson is just like, oh hey, what time is it? Oh, it's six. I was supposed to meet my dad a half an hour ago okay great so they're gonna they all agree they're gonna do movies tonight this is this makes no sense 
He says, oh, it's almost six. Okay, I was supposed to meet my dad at 5.30. Okay, we're going to have, we're going to be at the movies. Okay, meet at my house at seven. Bitch, that's only an hour from now. Why don't they just go? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. Because they have to, because Dawson has to meet and get his computer. This is oh like my god theory. yes the whole okay the computer store this episode was riddled with amazing technology moments um that are just like so it's so it's so old you could it's so funny um they're at the computer store and they're looking at laptops and i don't know half the words mitch is saying but the 32 gig hard drive cracked me up in such a way that i could not <laughs> 32 gig hard drive that's nothing now we're working with like tbs yeah TBs we're not even like talking turbo bites or whatever what's a tv is it a turbo bite did i just tb is tuberculosis <laughs> no <laughs> tv is like the step up from gigabytes. no i know it's terabytes terabytes okay yeah so uh yeah 32 gigabytes that this is like crap ass computer it is um, and so he wants he wants to get uh this whatever like brand of computer this is but it's, it's obviously a um a, a pc right. and dawson is just like listen and this is so spot on true not much has changed apparently since this episode came out way back when because dawson says in life you're either a mac person or a PC person. Correct. And that choice defines you. Correct. Okay. This so, so this is spot on. Okay. Let's lay it down. Let's yeah. lay it down. You, you are obviously a PC person. I do not own a single Mac product. That is correct. I have in the past. Don't get me wrong. I've owned a, I've owned a, I've owned an iPod once in my life. I owned an <laughs> iPhone at one point. I used to have a MacBook, I think when I was in college, but yes, I am strictly PC at this point in my life. Yeah. While I only own Apple products, yep, I have. Uh, obviously, I've ha- I've had an iPhone since college, so yeah, I have an iPhone. I have like five Macs in my house. Um, I have a personal computer, a work laptop, two. I've all the Macs, so yeah, yeah, it's true. You're either a Mac person or you're an Apple person. Yeah, oh, sorry, a PC person or a Apple person. And I love how this episode, it's basically like, if you like PC, you're old and stodgy. And if you like Mac, you're like young and hip and fresh. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess so. That's, that's, I mean, I still kind of think that right now. I think that Mac is more like sleek looking for yeah. sure. Like I'm not, this is, this is just, they, they've nailed the marketing in terms of the look of the things right especially back in these days we were looking at the mac computers that were like colorful and bright and fun and so i totally get it i totally get it i just think it's so funny like because they're arguing and mitch is just like no this is the t21 is the best possible one and dawson's like yeah but i don't want a laptop which is also hilarious because nowadays it's like oh my god you're not going to college without a laptop like that's required yeah, um, he doesn't want a, a laptop at all. He's he doesn't even want like a little MacBook. No, he's like he's just like I, you know, I don't I don't want one. And yeah. his dad's like, "Well, you need one." Yeah. And uh he's like, "But it's not it's not what I want at all." And he's like, "If I was going to get something, I'd get the Mac." So they just they're they're like already butting heads they on are. this. Um and it's just going to lead to like more freaking arguments between him yeah. and his dad. To be fair, so I did go to film school for a year and we used Max when I went. Okay. Like so in 2007 when I graduated 
and went to university and had like a two semesters, whatever in film school. That's what they edited on. So in terms of like what software and what kind of computer is better for a young filmmaker, I would arguably say that it is a Mac. And if Dawson has any knowledge in what kind of software he's going to need for editing or at school, then maybe he is on track. I'm with you in terms of like, yeah, he, they, they probably for film school specifically, they're probably like, oh, we use X, Y, and Z software. And if he knows what they use and he could buy, you know, appropriately. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to be fair. That's definitely not why he wants a Mac. Oh yeah. No, it's, it's all about the like, oh, dad, you're so out of touch, you know? Um, but then we're at Graham's house and the, the place is just all boxed up. There's nothing even in the fridge. Everything has been boxed up um, by Grams. And, and Yui. Yui did a really good job. That's true. Yui did a great job, too. Uh, and Grams is heading out. She has a, a potluck uh, for the ladies' auxiliary. Um, and uh, and J- Grams is just like, listen, you all just eat a ton of junk food all the time anyway. There's no <laughs> point in leaving things at last minute in the fridge. Um, the movers are coming the next day, 8 a.m., bright and early. Yeah. So they're they're getting out of there. Jack yeah. is eating a jar of like skippy peanut butter in the back. That's all they have. <laughs> Jack is so hungry. He's just the spoons are even packed up, so he has to eat it with his finger. Oh yuck. Um, and so Jen offers, she's just like, Listen, I know you're like being passive aggressive because I have to pack up my room, but like I will stay home with you tonight. Like, I don't have to go to the movies with Dawson. And she's like, we should do something special. But Graham's this is like, absolutely not. Like, go have fun with Dawson. It's his last night here. You should be going out with him. Like, you don't need to be staying in here. There's like, it, there's nothing even on the walls. There's no point in being sentimental, which to me feels like the exact opposite of how you'd expect Graham's to react. Like, you think that she'd be like, like more like Dawson's dad is. Mm. But also, Grams is the woman who literally donated all of her husband's clothes, like, the day after he died. I don't think Grams is a sentimental person. No, she – I guess it's just for her, like, the things don't matter. You know what I mean? Like She's practical. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And so she's just like, you know what? When you come home, we'll have tea tonight instead. Which I thought was, like, really cute that she's, like – you should have fun with your friends. Like it's Dawson's last day here. I'm not going to like shackle you to the house to spend time with me, especially yeah. because they're going to see each other in Boston. So it's more about the house than it is the two of them. Exactly. Know? Yeah. Everything that needs to be done. Everything's packed up. Go have friend, fun with your friends. It's okay. Don't think about me. Yeah. Um. And so Dawson and his dad get home. And uh, he's like, okay, great. Let's go set up this laptop. But Joey's <laughs> there because they're going to go to the movies um, and uh, with Jack and Jen. And Mitch is just like, it's your last night at home. I thought we were going to spend it together as a family. Uh, he's like, I'd appreciate if you stay for dinner. He's being like very passive aggressive. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I kind of struggle with this because I understand why Mitch is so upset that he doesn't that Dawson doesn't want to spend his last night with his family. Like Dawson's going across country and it seems as though Mitch is not going with him to like drop off his son and like see him off right you know? I think he's just taking a plane and that's it exactly so I understand the expectations I think that I would expect a lot of families to want to spend time 
with your son before they leave for school. But also, I was a kid once too. And it's like, of course, Dawson would rather spend his last day with his friends. So I do yeah. think that it's like Mitch is acting ridiculous in this episode and the fact that he's, you know, kind of acting like the child himself. Yeah. But I do understand like the pain it must feel to be like, you don't want to spend time with me. Like, you don't want to be with me on our last day. Yeah. I think. I think for me, it feels like bad planning on everyone's part. Like, cause yeah. you, you had, you had like weeks to do this, right? Like, why not just have, okay, the, the night before last, we're going to go to the movies and then dinner the last night or vice versa. And you would have been able to please everyone. It just feels like if Mitch really wanted to do this, he could have, they could have planned it ahead of time. They could have said, we're going to do this, you know? Um, but yeah, I, I get it. I get it from both sides. I get Mitch wanting to spend time with his son before he leaves, but surprisingly Gail is the one who's like super chill about it. You know, Gail has baby Lily and hasn't given a shit about anything since <laughs> she's like, listen, I don't give a shit. Dawson can go all the way across the country. Who cares? I have a new baby to replace. I'm, yeah, I'm replacement <laughs> baby who I kind of like better at this moment. So, you know, Dawson, if you want to go by all means. Yeah. And I feel like Mitch should really back off when Dawson says like, I'm really stressed about moving so far away. And, and now I have to worry about letting you down. Like I want to go to the movies. Like I don't want to feel guilty about spending my last night with people who are really important to me and I feel like at that point Mitch should have been like shit like he's actually like he's really nervous like this is a big deal yeah. I know it's a big deal for Mitch too but like this is your son you know maybe I think you Mitch... gotta give him the give him the win yeah maybe Mitch just needs to come to the movies yeah uh oh god yuck no that's so no that's <laughs> not okay oh god yuck yeah <laughs> so Gail's like okay go ahead go ahead um and then uh so then we're with Pacey Honestly, who the fuck knows where he even is? Like, I don't yeah. think they say it. Bermuda, um, Bahamas, the who Jamaica. Knows? Yeah, but he's in a tropical locale. Um, and I don't know what it is. I don't know when they filmed this, but does that Pacey not look so different to you in this episode? Pacey, for the first time ever, looks hot. Ew, no, I felt the exact opposite. What? First of all, his hair is too long. It, I he, love he needs, his hair. He, no, I love his hair in this it episode looks, because it's it doesn't long look like and wavy. And oh, I love the curls. Don't get me wrong. I love peachy. the curls, but it's like it's in that really awkward zone where it's not quite grown out enough to look like it's on purpose. Right now, it just looks like I've missed my last two hair appointments. No, I I loved his hair in this. I thought it looked so good. I thought it was the first time that I liked his hair ever. And he has this like not quite five o'clock shadow also. That's probably why I think he's hot too. Like I thought that he looked so good and he looks like a little tan. He I does thought look he tan. looks so good. He looks that's, older for sure. Um but he still has baby face, you know. He's so yeah, I mean Joshua um, Jackson still has baby face and he's like yes. 40 whatever. Uh, but and he has this Hawaiian shirt on. Like he is truly like built for this, you know. I love his hair. I just want to put my hands through it. I think it looks so good. Yeah. Um, but he's been working really hard. And so he asks, uh, oh, do you have a phone? I have to make a call. And uh, so, yeah, so he makes a call, but it just rings. So I don't know. Do we any guesses on who he was calling? Because we don't I don't know that we get confirmation either way. At first, I thought that he was calling Joey, but ultimately, I do think that he was calling Dawson. I think so, too. I yeah. And I think that. that this happened where I don't know, either they were talking outside uh, 
Dawson and his family or Dawson was off in the movies. Like I'm I'm pretty confident that it was Dawson. Right, because Dawson doesn't have a cell phone at this point. Yeah. So. But at first watch, I definitely thought it was Joey. Yeah. Um, and then we're with the gang going to the movies. So Jack and Dawson are kind of chatting together and Joey and Jen are chatting together. Um, and, uh, and Dawson says he's, he's really nervous, but he's excited, but he's depressed. So he's feeling a lot of feelings about leaving. Um, and Jack, I don't, I really don't like what Jack's up to this scene. He feels like a little bit of a shit stirrer here. Cause he's just like, oh, you could stay home and help me paint again. Uh, and he's like, nah, do it with Joey. I'm sure she like would love to have a job that she didn't have to. I love how he calls her Cruella de Valentine. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that Jack definitely was trying to stir the pot as well. He like- was like, cause first he does this where he's like kind of in like insinuating that Dawson should stay home. Yeah. Um, and then it's almost like as soon as Dawson brings up Joey, Jack like latches onto that because he's like, Oh, she's gonna really miss you. And he's yeah. just like, Oh, Joey has a lot on her mind. You know, she's gonna be going to school at an Ivy League school soon. She has the breakup on her mind. And Jack's like, I feel like Jack, I don't know what it is. It's like he's trying to get into Dawson's head, but Dawson is already like riddled with anxiety and like depression and all this other stuff. <laughs> yeah. The question is, is this a long con by Jack to upset Pacey? Why would Jack want to upset Pacey? Because Pacey hurt his sister. Um, so I like, feel like they're they're over that at this point. I think don't know. So? Well, we haven't really seen them hang out, but I just got the vibe that Jack is kind of Jack is like in the throes of a new relationship like he has this whole summer to hang out with toby before college so he's like in his love bubble right now i think okay he just wants he's just excited about love he just wants love to thrive i think that's what it is i think he's like oh i'm so happy with toby now that i need to like get joey and dawson to like kiss one more time before they okay dawson leaves and so um and so yeah jack is just like well we all know you and joey saying goodbye is like a colossal event um which i was like damn jack (laughs) yeah this he's being the voice of the people he's like i know it's gonna be a big deal and i knew it was too i did because uh, Mm -hmm. you know going into this episode i was like yeah like this is gonna be the headline oh we need yeah we're gonna have to talk at the end of the uh, podcast about how ridiculously spot on half of your predictions were like you nearly nailed everything that happened yeah um and so yeah so dawson i love how jack is just like this is like a huge moment and dawson this is like one of my favorite dawson moments i think of all time where he's like can you do me a favor and jack's like of course anything and dawson says don't sit me next to me at the movies you're bumming me out (laughs) (laughs) what was the movie order okay so like dawson was next to joey but then he was probably and then oh he was probably sandwiched in between Joey and Jen and Jen. then Jen sat next to Jack. That seems right. Yes. Yeah. Um and uh and so yeah, Jack's like of course like what you haven't like thought about it and Dawson's like what? And he's like spending the whole summer here. And then we get this moment for Dawson where I'm like, really, bro? Like, okay, I think the only reason this is upsetting to me, and I'm not judging anyone, I want to make that very clear, that feelings are feelings, and, like, however you feel, it's, like, okay, even when you feel it at the wrong moments. But, like, the fact that as literally Pacey is barely out of the country and immediately – and Gretchen is, like, barely back to school or on her road trip or whatever – and immediately we have like Dawson and Joey like thinking about each other. Like, 
they're barely gone but that's the whole point that's the whole point that was pacey and what gretchen was thinking the entire time under the surface they were thinking about each other that was and, the entire issue exactly exactly and so dawson says I've thought about it so much. It makes me mad because I don't understand why I can't stop thinking about it. I fell in love with somebody else this year. Do you have any idea how significant that is for me? So why can't I stop thinking about her? And I'm just like, ah, like this is exactly what Pacey was concerned about. And I understand that Kate, Pacey and Joey are now broken up. They are separate entities. They've been broken up for a few weeks now. Joey is her own woman. She is single. She is allowed to do whatever she wants. But of I am course. like, this is precisely what Pacey was so concerned about. Exactly. And I think that it should not give Pacey the credit or the validation that yes. what he was feeling had some weight to it uh is so unfair to Pacey because they like in a way that they totally um they they like made him think that he was nuts for um for thinking that what he was saying was like totally out of this realm impossible yep. but I mean it was true so yeah exactly and so then we bop over to Jen and Joey um who of course they're having like I feel like Jen and Jack like played <laughs> oh yeah this is totally a jen and jack con. oh you know let's like let's try to see like what they're thinking about yeah i mean anything that jack and jen do together are probably pre-planned yeah they're besties yeah and so jen's like oh aren't you gonna miss him and jo joey's like well yeah but aren't you she's like well i'm already sick of him like he does so many annoying things like i already <laughs> had last summer to like find out how annoying he is um and uh and so yeah so they're like talking about all of dawson's annoying quirks he makes you sit through all the credits at the end of the movie and this was pre-marvel times that's so, so annoying i hate yeah. sitting through the credits and yeah. my dad used to do it and then yeah like i have to do it during all the stupid marvel movies it's so boring yeah uh and jen see this is maybe you're right about them having motives because jen then says well if you asked him to stay he would and Joey's just like, wait, what? Like, he's going to bum around Cape Side for another summer? And Jen's like, well, he wouldn't see it as a trade-off. And I don't know how Jen – I think Jen is just so emotionally intelligent that she realizes that Dawson yeah. is still, like, thinking of Joey. Mm -hmm. But it's like Jen is, like, in his head. Like, she knows exactly what he's thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how does she know? I mean, besides the fact that she spends half her time trying to play therapist. But it's true. Yeah, I, de I definitely think, like, the two of them, Jack and Jen, were up to some shenanigans in this. Yeah, because I, I love, again, another very fun callback here, which, again, this is why this feels like a series finale versus a season finale, is when Jen says, or Joey says, what makes you think I want him to stay? And Jen says, you really want to know? Uh, it's this little voice inside my head that says, I like your hair color. What number is that? Which is a quote from the very first time that Jen and Joey meet um, when Joey insists that Jen's hair color is fake. Uh, and Joey's like, you still hate me, don't you? She's like, no, I don't hate you. Um, and I Wait, did love this. You don't Joey remember that? that? Joey's so fucking rude. Yeah, do, do you not remember how rude Joey was in I the first episode? how rude she was, but I didn't. That is like 
Why are you asking that question, you little bitch? Yeah, that's a quote from the first. I think it's the very first episode. But I was living for it. I remember that. I was like, you were snark. Yeah. Well, we loved um, we loved Sassy Joey. Sassy Joey is one of the best. Was the best. Was the best. Like she was so funny. Yeah, but I am loving this is everything we've always wanted is Joey and Jen having this conversation and having this kind of friendship, you know, like they're talking about Dawson. They're like kind of poking fun at him. They're finally able to like talk about Dawson in a way that doesn't involve like arguing. Wow. I just turned on the first episode for like four seconds and they are babies. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I bet Katie Holmes says like much more baby face back then. No, they both do. They both do. Yeah. Um, yeah, I absolutely think that this episode and the pilot episode are like sister episodes because it opens up the same exact way. Yeah. Yep. Um, and Joey's just like, how am I supposed to feel about this? Like, I have the power to change someone's life. Like, I don't know how I'm supposed to feel about that. And Jen's just like, well, are you going to use it? And so then, of course, the boys come up and uh, Jen's just like, oh, we were talking about hair, makeup, world peace, you know, all the girl stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Also, it kills me that again in this scene, um, the girls are wearing like long sleeves like Joey has her hands in her pockets like she's freezing. It's like, bitch, it's June. Like, what are you doing? I guess they had to have filmed it in like the dead of winter. And that's Maybe. the only thing that makes sense to me. It's just so weird. Yeah, it's, um, so, it's weird because they I know for a fact they're in North Carolina and North Carolina can be really freaking hot. Sometimes. I know, but even in like Massachusetts, I mean, they're coastal, so it's a little bit chillier, but like Massachusetts and New York have very similar weather. And so there's zero percent chance I'm wearing such heavy clothing in June. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so they get they get tickets for the movie and they um they go in. Uh, and then uh, after the movie, Dawson is just like, oh, who's hungry? And Jen's just like, oh, I have to like go check on Grams. I feel really guilty. Um, like, you know, I, I told her I would be home or whatever. And Jack's like, oh, I could eat. And Dawson's like, oh, man, you know what? I really still have to pack. And I'm like, bitch, you shouldn't have left it for the night before you're moving. Oh, that would stress me out so badly. Yeah. If I didn't pack one thing the day before I was moving across country, oh, I would feel suffocated. I wouldn't even be able to enjoy the movie. I would just be thinking about it the entire time. Yeah, exactly. Same, same. And uh, and so, yeah, so he's uh jen's just like oh you guys go ahead you know you have a lot to talk about jack and i will just walk um and uh and so yeah so i guess uh they all decided just to go home um and so it's so awkward because i feel like they all kind of realize like oh we should let dawson and joey like have time alone yeah because jen lives next door to dawson and because jack's car is at jen's house Joey has to be the first stop. I would have assumed that Joey would have offered to help pack though. So I, I was just, when I, when they came up with the situation, that's what I was thinking was going to happen. Yeah. Joey would be like, oh, I can help you pack. But no, Joey was just like, yeah, I guess I'll go home. So they have to, Jack is driving. They have to drop off Joey first. Right. Right. And so again, it's a little awkward because they all kind of realize that at this, like uh, Jack and yeah. Jen are in on this, right? They're, oh, totally. They're simming yeah. here. They're like, oh, what do we do? What do we do? Yeah. 
Uh, then we're back to the Gitch household. They're just like looking at freaking photos of baby Lily. Like, who gives a fuck about Dawson? Uh, yeah, baby, baby Lily. Lily is not that photogenic. They're like, oh my gosh, she's so gorgeous. <laughs> and like the fucking baby is just like staring off and looks like an egg. Whose baby is this? She has such dark hair. I don't know. Uh, but I do think that baby Lily's picture with the blue bow is probably a better picture than the yellow bow but they're both shitty pictures and i do yeah. like the picture of dawson holding baby i lily. do think that's a good picture that's yeah. a good picture but yeah. once again baby lily is just like not the, not that photogenic because even that dawson looks really good in that picture but baby lily yeah. is like looking, dawson's at hair dawson. is looking really good yeah but yeah. look at that picture baby lily is like who the fuck is this because yeah. this is not my dad this is not my mom yeah. and this gail's just like oh brother. she loves him so much and she's really like who is this <laughs> look, at, look at that baby's face that baby's face is like fuck you dawson leary you are yeah. a shitty shitty person and a bad filmmaker can i say something so mean right now about about mitch? the baby no, oh about, about the baby about mitch. yeah okay is it just me or is his hairline seriously receding so quickly Oh yeah, it like big difference. If you I don't know go... if he got a haircut and it just makes it look way like more stark difference now. But I was like, did his hairline recede like three inches in like a matter of episodes? Yeah, he kind of has like a seven head at this point. <laughs> he has the M, you know the M. Yeah, he has an yeah. M. Oh yeah, no, I mean sad. he's getting older. He's he getting is. Older. I just I seriously thought it just looking at the way he looks in this this scene because it's like. It's like out of nowhere. I feel like he had this massive forehead. No offense. Do you think they're so offensive? Do you think? Do you think Mitch still does Arm Day, or do you think that he took a break from Arm Day? I think. I mean, I feel like he has to have taken a break from Arm Day. Like he he's has not as baby. like beefy as he used to be. Yeah, I mean, let's put it this way: like Gail is still looking like a stunner, and I'm just like, this is so improbable that Gail would look this good when she's taking care of a newborn. But Gail is killing it. Her hair is, I think her hair probably has looked never better, to yeah. be honest. Yeah. Um, she has she like looks, full face makeup. Yeah. She looks hot. Like Mitch also, is like very lucky. Let's talk about how Gail is wearing the summeriest outfit of all time. This like floral short dress with like a very light, light sweater on top. And everyone else is dressed like it's the fucking dead of winter. <laughs> so I don't know what to say. The, the costume department really slacked they did. in this episode. I don't know what season it is. Yeah. And Gail so, doesn't leave the house very often. So at least there's that. Maybe that's what it is. Um, and they're talking about basically how Mitch and Dawson are identical. Um, they're both very stubborn. Um, and uh, and Mitch is just like, what do you think? Do you think in 18 years Lily will listen to her father before going off to college? No. Maybe she'll want to sp spend time with her family. Lily, Lily is going to be a fucking slut. Like, she's going to be, like, running the roost. Yeah. She's going to be like a mini Gale. She's gonna oh, be like 12, I can see that. 12 boyfriends. And hanging out with baby Alexander she's going to rip baby alexander's heart out definitely easily easily yeah um and so gail says uh like you know i think people who are feeling insecure are just picking fights um because they're just feeling very insecure about the future um yeah. and mitch is like i'm not the one whose life's about to change mm -hmm. and gail is just like mm, denial I mean, yeah their their life is going to change they just spend 18 years raising 
you know, a, a, a guy, a boy, and he's going off to college. And then now yeah. they're going to have to kind of like restart. Yeah. Raising a daughter, totally different life experience, being 18 years older than they were before doing this. So yeah, yeah their life is going to fucking change. Yeah. But Gail or Mitch doesn't want to admit that. Um, then we're, we're dropping Joey off at her house and it's so fucking awkward because oh, yeah. Jack and Jen are like sitting in the back seat and they're like, okay, bye Joey. Like, see you later. <laughs> um, and then they just like gossip in the back seat. Well, that's the thing. Okay. So Jen says, Hey, call me tomorrow. Okay. And I'm like this bitch. She wants the deets. She wants the juice. They're like, Oh, they're going to kiss at the front door and we want to hear the gossip. And it's so awkward. Cause Dawson's like, Oh, I guess I'll like, uh, walk you, walk you up. And it's so awkward. They're standing like 10 feet apart. And Joey's just like, oh, I had a I had a really nice time. It's just like so uncomfortable. And Joey's hands have been in her pockets for like four <laughs> scenes now. She's doing okay. Katie Holmes does the Joey or does the Katie Holmes. She's doing yeah. it again, hunched over with her neck to the side. This is her move. Hands yeah. in pockets. Yeah. Uh, and they're standing so far apart. Um, and, uh, and yeah, so they're like, oh yeah, we saw a movie, you know, oh, it's gonna, it's gonna be really weird. Joey says me in Boston, you in LA, uh, she's talking about like, oh, you're definitely going to have celebrity sightings. You're going to be eating like overpriced organic foods. You're going to end up seeing Spielberg. Um, and I don't know why, again, they're kind of playing a like, what if game where Joey's like, well, what happens if you see Spielberg? And Dawson's like, I don't know. And Joey's like, come on, like this guy shaped your entire world view. Like what's, you know, what are you going to do? And Dawson's like, I guess I'll just say thank you. I feel like Dawson is like <laughs> wanting a deeper conversation with Joey and Joey is just trying to make it less awkward. Yeah. So like, I think a couple of things are happening here. I think that because she kind of says like all these things and I think it's a metaphor for herself like you okay he changed your life he changed your your world's view oh. like blah 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 and he's like what would i say um i would say thank you and then she says something like it doesn't it's it doesn't it doesn't seem, seem like enough yeah. it doesn't seem like enough so like i think that she's once again talking about herself in this yeah. scene so there's that also he says that he's kind of over shakespeare no kind of over spielberg yeah he's in a soderberg phase i don't know yeah. who the hell that wow. is but um over him and and then like that's it he she's just like so i guess i'll see you at thanksgiving and he's like no actually they're coming out to la and he's just like oh well christmas then he's like yeah christmas um and she says well good luck and he says you too see you dawson and then she just turns and goes inside and i was like okay i understand if you're not like gonna make out in front of jack and jen but to me it's so weird that they don't even like hug Mm, I wasn't phased by it because I knew for a fact that this they would the they well, would we're halfway together. through the episode we all knew this is not the way they were saying yeah, goodbye. yeah 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 no well like I knew I I just knew because like I thought that we were going to have like a moment where Joey goes across the river which she does and goes to Dawson so I wasn't that phased by it they're like just being off like to be honest with you I don't think that if you're saying goodbye to your best friend, like, I don't think you should be doing it in front of, you know, Jen Other and Jack people. anyway. Yeah. Although, so, so, sorry, they do hug. They do hug. But it's like a very, it's like barely a hug. It's like a hug you give your, like, aunt. It's like not, not a real 
hug. But mm. I agree. We all knew this was not the end of, of their goodbye because it wasn't significant enough. And like Dawson is like standing there for an extra couple of minutes. And I'm just picturing Jack and Jen watching all of this. <laughs> oh, yeah. I wish that we could see that scene because mm-hmm. I am sure they are being vile little creatures making fun yeah. of Jack and um, making fun of Dawson and Joey. Definitely. 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 Um, it's so funny because like Dawson even like turns back and like goes and stands on the porch for like a second. And I just like picture them watching him. Yeah. Um, but fantastic. Let's go to a quick uh let's go to a quick ad break and we'll be right back to recap the rest of the uh rest of the finale. We'll be right back. Okay, we are back. Um, and now we're back at like the Leary household. Uh, where they're dropping where Jack is about to leave with his car and we're dropping Jen off um, and they give him a present they give him a cell phone that okay that was that's a big ass gift especially it was like must have been very expensive at the time yeah yeah but the thing is, is that only has like five minutes this is so funny so it's a flip phone that has the little antenna thingy on it that you definitely have to like pull mm-hmm. up when you use it and they said yeah like you should have one in LA but we could only afford five minutes he's not gonna be able to talk to anybody with that much time it's so funny it's like it's like buying I'm trying to think of like an equivalent but yeah it's like buying it's buying a, well, a cell phone a Star- for someone and not giving anybody minutes it's so okay, funny a Starbucks gift card with like four dollars on it yeah, where you could buy half a drink or something. Right. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, so yeah. So then he's like, he's so thankful. Um, and she's like, he, uh, Jen's like, oh, get it over with. Everybody hug. And so Jack and, and Dawson hug and say uh, goodbye. And uh, Jack makes a little dig at him. Like, oh, stay cool. Shouldn't be too difficult. Oh, because I was never really cool to begin with. Ha, 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 ha. Uh, I answered mean, <laughs> the two of them came a long way to be honest with you they met and they were hating on each other and now they're very good now they're friends. good friends they had like painting jobs together yeah I thought their goodbye was cute and it felt very uh it felt very them you know I felt like it didn't make sense to have the like very emotional goodbyes with Jack you know so it makes sense yeah, yeah. so he leaves and I love Jen saying geography is destiny here you are stuck with me at the end of your very last night in Cape Side um and uh and again like it's very um self-referential here yeah where dawson is talking about how they were so scared of this house um because grams would come out to sweep her porch and they thought she was gonna (laughs) hop on a broomstick i mean once again like when we first meet graham she was like the absolute worst she was like the devil and so judgy i mean she's still judgy but she's um, much more likable now for sure oh absolutely so it, it, it is very funny because they were like they were like afraid of her they thought that she was a witch and i love the fact like it's just kid stuff like joey got dared to go touch the door yes um, this and she's so funny and she didn't do it because she was too afraid yeah yeah she was too afraid to do it um and so jen calls herself like the boo radley um and uh and so yeah so they get they do like a nice big hug um and jen says okay get out of here like don't have a great life don't call me ever again um and dawson says what so i can confirm your worst fears about men and i thought that was like so cute like and it it feels like a cute dig not like a you know like i really know you type of joke they yeah yeah they Um, the last two years they've really grown 
Yeah. And Jen's like, oh, wait, we never slept together. And Dawson says, you got five minutes? And I'm like, as if you'd last five minutes, Dawson. <laughs> Get out of here with that. Oh, no. <laughs> not even with, like, foreplay? Probably not. Uh, No, I think, I mean, if there was foreplay, I think he wouldn't even make it to the sex part. Oh, gosh. Don't you think? No, you're right. It's good. He's, gonna, he's never had sex. He's going like, to blow his load before he even chance. goes in. You're right. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah. exactly what I'm saying. Yes, he definitely would. Um, And so, uh, so Grant just, like, comes outside and she's like, oopsie, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Like... <laughs> Grams, uh, nothing's happening anyway. What did she think was going on? I don't know. She's hoping and praying that Jennifer has a nice boyfriend. But once again, like she hated on Dawson in the first episode. He was like, yeah. she lets that, um, he lets that Joey Creek girl go up on the ladder. It's disgusting. Yeah. Also, I think it's so funny that like when you actually watch the scene. We don't see Grams until she literally has the screen door porch, like screen porch door <laughs> open. And she's like, oops, sorry, didn't mean to interrupt. <laughs> like, bitch, if you would have just been quiet and closed the door, like nobody would have seen you. And worth yeah. noting, Jen and Dawson are standing way closer together than Dawson and Joey were. <laughs> I mean, the sexual like tension. The sexual maybe, maybe the maybe um maybe Grams was just like hoping to get the goodbye from Dawson too maybe oh yeah she's probably like you didn't say goodbye to me uh so jen watches <laughs> dawson like walk away after they have a last hug but yeah certainly joey and dawson's like uh goodbye felt way more awkward than like jen and dawson's who just felt very natural it felt very yeah. like a closeness and i really have grown to love and appreciate the jen and dawson friendship it feels like he needs her and she needs him as like yeah counterparts to bounce things off of that makes sense yeah i think that they've done a lot of growing with each other and they can really appreciate each other for all the you know good and bad parts so yeah. um i i like it as well and i think that um gosh so much has happened in the last four seasons it's really crazy how far we've gone with these characters yeah it is. It's really wild. Like season one, we were, it was, it was Dawson and Jen. It was the Dawson and Jen story, you know? Yeah. Um. So it's so fascinating now to see them at season four, like saying goodbye. And yeah, I definitely agree with like the season one parallels, like their sister episodes. Um. It's really nice to see kind of how their friendship has got grown. Um. And yeah, of course, like the last goodbye should be between Joey and Dawson, but I do like that the first last goodbye is between Dawson and Jen, you know? Yeah. Um, so Dawson gets inside and instead of the T21, he sees a really, really fancy Mac laptop there. Look at him. Spoiled freaking brat. This is yeah. why Dawson's the way he is. He gets everything that he wants. Yeah. And, uh, and I love Mitch saying it's not practical, but it, it does look, uh, it looks super cool. It does because <laughs> it's a Mac yeah uh and mitch says like i wasn't expecting to feel like this like uh you're one of my favorite people and so they hug it's okay hold fun. on yeah go ahead i feel like this is like if somebody was like you're one of my favorite people and it was my dad it'd be like fucking hey like why favorite. am i not your favorite person <laughs> like, well it's okay. because he has lily now lily and gail so is dawson now number three um uh, 
probably i don't know i feel like he likes he likes dawson better than gail sometimes yeah no. i mean that's probably true for there was a while yeah like i would be like dad like why am i not your favorite person yeah yeah it's uh and so he's just like okay you know what i have to like cover some more things don't have sex without a condom and i'm like what we've been here <laughs> we already doing? got this i mean first of all he needs to he doesn't he doesn't even have the opportunity at this point in time for any sort of thing anyway yeah uh and did you find what Dawson uh said about drugs funny like I did? Where he's like, I can't swear I'll never try some variety of narcotic, but I'll never get strung out and steal your TV. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's very specific. Like weirdly specific. Uh yeah, like I like Dawson is 100 Okay, well, he's going to LA and this is he's going to try coke. Coke. I mean, first he has to try weed. Like you can't jump from nothing to coke. I suppose definitely weed. That's without a doubt. Um, but I think that Do- I think that's as far as Dawson will probably get. A hundred percent. Even Dawson like smoking weed. I just feel like what oh, end I up happening. We, I hope is- he gets that. That would be fun. He'd be like smoking weed and be like, I have a great idea for a film. And it's just like gibberish. (laughs) Yeah. And then like laughing afterwards. Mm -hmm. I can see that happening. If I had a prediction for the college years, I think we would see that. Yeah. And then Mitch is just as it's like everybody went in on this. Like Jack, Jen, Mitch, everybody's in on this to be like, so how was that goodbye to Joey? Huh? (laughs) Huh? Yeah, he wants the deets. And it was, he says, like a lot of things in life, it was not what I expected it to be. Yeah, it was underwhelming. Underwhelming. And Mitch is just like, great. Well, I have fatherly advice for you. Are you ready? This is the last, last piece of advice I'm going to give you. So listen up because it's really great. It ain't over till it's over. (laughs) Dawson calls him out and he's just like, that's it? Well, that is some innovative advice thank yeah, you and he's like Mitch. oh that's all i could think of but really what he wants to say is like listen i've been taking care of your stupid newborn baby sister and i don't have any brain cells left in my head right now so that's all you're gonna get babies are really exhausting i can't handle it yeah i mean listen i'm sure he's really tired but yeah he has really crappy advice that makes like no sense it's like pretty stupid and i loved austin calling him out on it i thought it was really funny <laughs> um then we're back at Graham's house where we get the trio we love, Jack, Jen, and Graham's. Um, I, these people spend so much fucking money on gas going back and forth for no reason around town. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jack is just like, eh, sorry, I'm back now. Like, <laughs> he's like, I, time I didn't want you two to be all alone here. And I'm just thinking of like Jack's dad, like alone. <laughs> in the big ass house yeah all by himself all by himself Mm -hmm. with his calculator actually you know what did andy where is andy 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 went back to italy that minute i don't think we saw her leave though i don't think maybe she did we need to see her leave i think i i mean otherwise it's pretty shitty of them to not invite her to hang out with them no yeah andy would have been saying goodbye to dawson as well no okay andy left back to italy all all Jack's dad has is him and his calculator. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the calculator. He's just too busy crunching numbers on He's that calculator. Numbers. He's just like, I gotta solve this <laughs> discrepancy in my books. He He's hasn't just- noticed Jack is gone because he's too busy. 
Um, he's, also, he's like talking to Jack. He's like, you know what, Jack? He's like, my friend's son didn't even graduate college because he didn't have the right calculator. We need to get you a calculator for college, Jack. <laughs> oh my god can you imagine the back like the, the college shopping that jack had to do with his dad and it was just calculators <laughs> he's like you don't need you don't need twin bed sheets jack we just need to get you a nice calculator so you can pass all he's your like, classes he's like do you want a do you want a pocket calculator they're really handy <laughs> oh wait here's the latest and he like opens up this like super fancy like box that has watches in it but instead of a really nice watch it has one of those like calculator watches in a it. golden calculator <laughs> <laughs> oh my god but like his bed sheets are actually just calculators on them like they're like that's the pattern it's just calculators imagine like jack's uh, dad's disappointment when he finds out his son is like not majoring in math or something oh my god disowned again he's like, but he's dad like, i'm an art student i accepted you once but i'm not going to forgive you for this one <laughs> that's where he draws the line that's where he uh, the line. Um, so we do get more reminiscing here where Jen says, I, every time I came here, or like when I first arrived here back in season one, I thought I was being punished. I thought mom was sending me a wig. She didn't love me. Um, but Jen's like, but now I think about it and I think she really loved it here. She was always looking for an excuse to bring me here. Um, and Graham says, yeah, but that was really sad for her because people, sometimes people chase, chase they spend their entire lives chasing the happiness they had in high school. And I'm like, that's fucking horrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I just sent you from the cozy land calculation king size. Bench oh sheets. my God. Oh, these are so nerdy. It's like. I don't even know what happened. So there's like math symbols. There's like an equal sign, like division and multiplication and who a king size bed. What child has a king size bed? This, this is for a fucking adults, Jessica Sterling. What adult uses these? <laughs> Hold on. No, there's a twin option, but not a twin XL. Jack, you're just going to have to get the full and then we're going to have oh to get them God. altered by the. Oh, the other one is like doodles with equations and stuff. Yeah, I mean, if there, I mean, the internet has a, everything. If you want calculation bed sheets, you can get them. Oh my god, there is there is a set of like a comforter that has like the planets on it, and all of them have little smiley faces on it, and it says "Never stop dreaming." <laughs> I hate everything. Never stop calculating. <gasps> no, the one. Oh my god, Sarah, the one that he wants is there is there is a one that it looks like a chalkboard, and it has equations all over it. And and literally in the center of it, it just says math. <laughs> it just says math. Why do you need to have the word math on there? Oh, in case anybody didn't know, this is fucking math. <laughs> What's oh, those sheets called? They're called calculation twin bed set. I love it. Yeah. I found one that's called one. math formula bedding set. Mathematical theme comforter cover for kids, adults, and... <laughs> another um yeah but still no twin excel wow just well, what are they gonna altered. do for college <laughs> they're gonna have to get it altered horrifying this is ridiculous oh, these um, sheets only have one star <laughs> <laughs> the zipper broke in the set is unusable <laughs> this person says the title for this item is too long and confusing oh my god i need to figure out how to send this link to you because there is a hold on i'm gonna screen share uh well maybe we'll we'll tweet out the links or something after um but you need to see this there is 
a bed sheet where or there's a comforter it's all black it has a bunch of different colorful <laughs> equations and then it has the square root of 225 years old it's apparently for a 15 year old's birthday they're gonna so give them bedding specific. yeah this is the most specific bedding i've ever seen in I've my life i've never gotten like hi this is like your 15 year old's bed sheets but they're like it's 15. specifically for a nerdy 15 year old who likes math Oh, fuck. If I had a nerdy-ass 15-year-old kid that likes math, just, like, send me down the river. Yeah, this is absolutely ridiculous. Um. Anyway, so then, so then, right, so Jack comes in, and he's like, yeah, I really, I wanted to be here, and Grams calls him a sentimentalist. And apparently, of all the things they packed up, they didn't pack up the cookie jar. Wow. There's still cookies in there. <laughs> Do you, do you pack the cookie jar with the cookies? <laughs> no, you eat the cookies and then you pack the jar. Like, just think about the fact that there's a freaking stupid, like, cookie jar out from the packing boxes with a bunch of cookies in them. <laughs> Maybe she's going to give them to the movers. Maybe. That's very kind. Always water and feed your movers. Yeah. Water and feed them. Like they're animals. Like they're animals. Yeah. Whenever I move, I always make sure they have like ice cream and ice cream. You get yeah, ice it's cream. Hot. It's hot. So I give okay. them like ice cream and ice pops and shit. And wow. Water. I've never had movers. So I don't okay. know what that's like. Well, I mean, I've moved, but well. it's always been like a family affair. You Oof. know? No, you're now you're too old to ask your friends and family. To oh move. my God. There is 0% chance that I would ever move out of this house without proper moving company. Yeah. Because the first time it was like when I moved in here, it was like we had to grab crap from like three different locations. So it was like a whole to do. But now it's like, okay, moving from A to B and we're getting a moving truck. Anyway. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, Make sure so you yeah, tip so them too. Will do. I have that in my little noggin for next time you move. Um, so Grams isn't even sad. She's just like, it's exhilarating. We're leaving everything behind. We're going on a really great adventure. To Boston. To Boston. Uh, and we <laughs> a find whole out- new city. <laughs> yeah, baby. Good old hour away. Um, so we find out from Grams that when her and Gramps were younger, uh, that when he they were married, he was in law school and we they lived with his parents. Uh, she says, I wouldn't recommend that. <laughs> you can't fuck without them hearing, young Jennifer. I mean, and she did. Oh, Graham's fucks. Yeah, she Grimm's did it anyway. Fucks. They just got yelled at all the time for yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and then they moved above his law office. Uh, it was an apartment. It was so hot. And so they go up on the roof and look at the stuff. And they would see that all the summer houses had these like Japanese lanterns and fancy dinner dances. And so they were like, well, we wanted to buy a summer house and live in it year round. And they ended up doing it, but they didn't even think about the cold in the winter, uh, which is very funny. <laughs> um, I am. Yeah. I thought that was a cute little story. Like, I think that it's like sweet to hear like Grams is past. Yeah, I um. I really, I really liked this. I think anytime we get to hear from like Grams, like we got to hear that story about that guy she fell in love with, right? Um, and he went off to the war and died or whatever. 
like I love hearing stories from Graham. So I was really happy to hear like how she came upon this house, like why she bought the house in the first place, because this house, like as much as we talk all the characters, like the plot pieces in the show are like just as important as the characters, right? Like the Creek itself and Graham's house and the Leary house, but Graham's house for me, I think is like the most significant of the houses. Yeah. I mean, I, I I I think like when I just think of Dawson's Creek and everything like that, I really do think of the creek itself. Like I think that that's the mm-hmm. the head point. I feel like the Potter B and B is like really significant. That's true too. I think I just, the ladder I guess the- and Dawson's window. And Dawson's room itself, I think, is more yeah. important than the house than like the Leary house. But like yeah. Graham's house for me is significant because it's like it was where like Jack went when he was having a rough time. And, oh, yeah. You know, the like porch. I think the of screen the porch. and porch. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. The screen and porch. I think if we're picking spots from every house, I think for Dawson's house, it's Dawson's bedroom. For Graham's house, it's the screen and porch. For the B and B, it's the like kitchen. the Oh, it's the kitchen, but it's also the dock, like leading out to the yeah. water. Yeah. You know? Or I mean it's the like didn't pace no, it was Dawson. Dawson builds a white picket fence. Oh for yeah, that house. And that. then freaking Joey broke up with him. <laughs> yep. yeah. like, thank you for my new white picket fence but please leave my property yep. see you later <laughs> um and then we're back with Dawson and this is when Pacey calls him uh and he says in and Dawson says where are you and he says I'm in paradise so specific <laughs> yeah I mean none of your business Dawson what do you what are you gonna do track me yeah track me down um I really love this conversation between the two of them because I kind of think that it just breaks a lot of like the tension that's been going on with them for the last like two seasons because ultimately this conversation was like Dawson like I appreciate you and our friendship and for what we always had and I wish I was able to give you a proper goodbye and I love the fact that Dawson is like hey I don't tell you this and you don't hear this often but I'm proud of you and yeah. it just makes me think like Pacey really cares about what Dawson thinks of him and it really yeah. really hurts him when Dawson is so shitty to him where he's like oh you know you're the one that's supposed to fail or you're you know yeah. a screw up because like Dawson's literally said that and the one thing that he really needs to say to Pacey is that like I'm proud of you and like I'm proud of the man that you're becoming because I was wrong I wish that he said that like I wish he was like I'm I was wrong you're not a screw up yeah I really really loved this moment as well and for a lot of the same reasons where like um you know I mean we've I've been watching a lot of things lately where uh like set in the time where your friends are your family so I've recently watched the movie Stand By Me you know which also reminded me of the movie The Sandlot you know what I mean like there there are times in your life when you're a kid where your friends are literally everything mm-hmm. their your entire life and Pacey and Dawson had that that was the relationship they had and obviously Dawson also had that with Joey but that Pacey Dawson was Pacey's person you know and so I really loved that it wasn't that he regretted not saying goodbye to Joey you know because they had their moment where they kind of said what they needed to say but it was more about the fact that everything that's happened it doesn't matter all the miles between us that doesn't matter um I still think about when the way things were when we were kids and yeah Dawson saying he's proud of PC is huge like you said like 
Pacey doesn't hear that often. He never hears that. And all he ever wants is for people to be proud of it. He wants his family to be proud. He wants his spouse or, you know, a partner to be proud. He wants his friends to be proud. And I really thought this was, again, I, this episode itself did not have a ton of Pacey for obvious reasons, right? He's not in town. Um, which again, felt a little strange. It was like they wrapped up. It was almost like two finales where last episode wrapped up Pacey and this episode wrapped up Dawson. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, And so I really appreciated kind of not um, connecting those, those two separate finales in a way. Um, And yeah, I thought this was like a much, and I also think it makes sense that they have this conversation over the phone because it's so much easier than saying it in person. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, So I really, I really did love it. Um. But yeah, then we uh then we have Dawson who's like trying to pack, um, but he immediately is about to like go out to his of boat. course, yeah, because he needs to go see Joey. But who does he run into? But the running Wonder Woman herself, of Joey. Of course, I knew it. I knew it, yep. and I I like this little interaction between them because they're just like, yeah, like what were your what was your excuse going to be? <laughs> like Dawson, yeah. Like, yeah, I was gonna like play up the fact that I haven't said goodbye to Bessie and Bodie. Yeah, and might I just note Joey's hands still in her pockets? I think they're glued in there at this point. Like, girl needs to get her hands out of her pockets. <laughs> I know, I know. She's not. You know how there's like people who very specifically talk with their hands. Not yeah. Joey. Nope, nope. Her hands have to be in her pockets when she talks. Um, and so they uh, they go up to his room and they're watching ET again, very much like the season one episode one. Uh, and Joey's crying. She says it's still my favorite movie. Um, and, uh, and so, yeah, so he decides he's going to start packing. So he pulls up a suitcase, which I was like, gosh, I thought, well, I guess he's going to California. So maybe he can only bring a suitcase, but I'm like for college, I remember it being like boxes and boxes, you know? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Maybe. Okay. So maybe he's planning on buying all of his necessities, like toiletries and Mm -hmm. comforters and all this jazz over in California because it's expensive to ship things across country. That's true. Maybe that's the plan. Um, and so, uh, so yeah. So, um, then we talk, if they talk about like, oh, the next time they're going to see each other is Christmas. And Joey says, oh, by then you're going to be married to the first bimbo who slips you a headshot. Mm-hmm. And like, Damn. And then Dawson says, you're going to be shacked up with the first guy who offers you a hit off his beer bottle. And I'm like, do you two know each other at all? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they're just going to be lamenting the times when they were together. We know Mm -hmm. that. So, yeah, yeah, (laughs) I think that it's um, a funny conversation. And then they get into the the whole thing about um, Dawson's like, "How how did I become the only virgin in the group? Yes, yes. This is so funny to me um uh that they're like uh they're because she's like oh well your your new girlfriend's a a real prude so she's not gonna put out either um and this is really funny and because they start playing the game like you said of like oh your all-time favorite song whatever and joey's of course is daydream believer which sure as Um, it's playing on repeat in the background over and over this episode uh and joey asks the most embarrassing moment and he says when the school watched me make out with eve Wow, um, look at that. They remembered Eve. How the thing cool. is, is that doesn't really make sense to me, right? Because, Why? yeah, the whole school caught him making out. Does he not remember when he crashed the boat because Eve was giving him a BJ? How was <laughs> yeah, that, that more embarrassing? Well, that wasn't in front of everybody. It was in front of some people. 
yeah it was in front of the whole school entire school though and she joey says well actually that gave you some street cred yeah that was really funny to me that line street cred yeah he was like you're actually popular now because of that so good job yeah and so her most embarrassing moment is when she stood in front of him offering sex and she he turned her down cold and he said and this is when i was like all right. Like the, the two of them always do this where they talk in circles and they use this like coded language with each other because um, he says, oh, that's going to be my hugest all time regret. And I'm just like, oh, my God, like ju- just, just say it, Dawson. Just say it. let's fuck. Like, come on. Well, yeah, that's kind of like how I was feeling. I was just like, all right, come on. Let's speed this along. Like we have you're like, we're going to we don't have time. Let's have sex already. We have nine more minutes. Like, let's come on. Let's like get through this. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's like a it's a lot of uh talk self-referential talking about the past. I do love the continuity and the context between all of it. Um and old yeah, so I thought that I mean it was also interesting that Dawson is like, you know, like what happened? Like why did I like you know become an 18-year-old version? Like I didn't mm-hmm. think that this was gonna happen and uh yeah it's just it's just joey and dawson doing joey and dawson things yeah they talk about uh most life-altering moment and joey says it's not it's so stupid it's not when she meets i don't know the guy she was dating for the past couple of years it has nothing to do with that it's when dawson kissed her in the room like it's so i mean i think that it's very specific like he's the one that's asking the question so that's how she's gonna answer but also it kind of is when i mean we can only assume everything changed because that's kind of the beginning of dawson's creek like how we saw it but she wouldn't be where she is at this very moment without that moment so i guess it is life altering although i would argue that it's when jen came to the creek (laughs) that That is probably when any everything changed yeah Yeah. that's true yeah um and so she points to the turn away my sweet poster which again very much connects them as well yeah Um, he's like oh i have to pack this i forgot (laughs) yeah uh and so joey says i want you to stay i want you to stay and there it is i said it and he's like you couldn't have said something before i packed and she's just like well no because i said it and now you have to forget it and he's like what (laughs) well actually you barely packed so it's not that bad yeah uh and she's just like listen it's not me i can't just say i can't be the strong silent type and let you you know do all that people would be impressed by my membership but i can't do it my best friend is leaving tomorrow and a big part of me wants him to stay. And so I hope you don't hate me. And Dawson says, I could never hate you. Not for lack of trying. And it's just, again, this episode is just riddled with self-referential moments of like, oh, remember when Dawson tried to hate Joey and he couldn't? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It does. It really does feel like some sort of a finale. It does. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so she says it's this whole year. It's the past couple of years. They've been such a big soap opera, which is also very funny um and she says i like the way things are now um but life is a really cruel joke and things are so nice and now you're leaving uh and he says listen if i thought for a second it was the right thing to do i would stay but i have to go it's time for me to go it's time for me to get out of this room you have yeah. to discover who you are without us this chapter is over i Good can for feel Dawson. it yeah standing his ground realizing that he has a future in front of him um and that there's important things for he uh, that he has to do and that's like grow without joey and the same for joey he has she has to grow without him 
but you know, this is a very intimate moment. They're sharing all these like vulnerable feelings towards one another. So they just happen to stand and be really close to each other. And the sexual tension is just building and building. Yeah, yeah. So she's like crying. She asks if he believes in magic. And she kind of goes through her whole life story of like, these are the reasons I don't, right? Like my mom died. I hoped for something to make her better. It didn't. I hope for my father to um, um like overcome his flaws. That didn't work. Um, and then there was Pacey and all that magic is it ran out, didn't it? And then there's you. There's proof that someone out there is thinking of me, my friend who is with me always. It's pure magic. And she says, I guess this is my long-winded way of saying I'm going to miss you. Um, and he says, I'm going to miss you too. And they're kind of like, they're sitting actually very similarly to how they sat when she came on to him and said like, yeah, um, what is it? Uh, am I sexual to you, Dawson? Is that what it was? I can't remember what it was. I can, yeah, it's like I can be sexual. I, that's I what sexual? it was. I can be sexual, Dawson. Um, they're kind of sitting very similar like spots to that moment because mm-hmm. um, she's sitting on his bed. I might be opposites. She's sitting on his bed and he's kind of sitting across from her and she's crying. Um, and he says, of course, he says, I'm going to miss her. Miss you, too. So she's just like, well, I guess I need to leave. Like, it's it's really late. And, you know, uh, so she starts putting on her jacket and everything. And she's just like, oh, man, I wish my ladder was still out there. Make a classy exit. Yui, <laughs> <laughs> um, give me back my ladder. <laughs> and Dawson says, oh, yeah, it would be cinematic. And so Dawson says, I guess this is really it. And so they say, see you. And they hug. Um, and they they back up. But they're still kind of like holding on to each other. And she asks what yours was, your most life-altering moment. And he says, for all I know, it could be this one right now saying goodbye to you. And so they're looking at each other. And this, okay, I could write a whole fucking dissertation on just this one moment. Because the fucking way that they shoot this scene, if you haven't rewatched it, I highly recommend you do because it'll give you a good laugh. Where, like, they're standing super close to each other. And then as they, like, lean in to kiss the like scene fades and zooms in on them and then it fades (laughs) and it zooms in on them again it's Um, very like late 90s early 2000s cinematography it is it is and so they lean in and they it's so funny the fade-ins kill me and they kind of like touch foreheads and noses first and so then they have this like big like it's the most dramatic slow motion kiss i've like ever seen in my life yeah so if you think about it the direction is probably ridiculous because the actors have to be at that pacing and probably slower and it's much slower what feels natural so it must feel in that spot as an actor insane what you're doing but yeah and I was just like looking at the clock and I was like we have two minutes like speed it along speed it along yeah well it was crazy because like so then they kiss twice right and then we get the same like you mentioned that shot from outside the house that's zoomed in and we just see their silhouettes but that is also slow motion it's like panning away from it in like the slowest motion as well and it's so dirty 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 move i was mm-hmm. like come on like well yeah and- so your your prediction last episode was because i said because we talked about last episode like last episode felt like a finale and so right. i asked you like okay well what do you think they're gonna do for this episode because if last episode was a finale what's gonna happen this one and you were like joey and dawson are gonna have sex that was your right. prediction yeah very close but no cigar they kissed well, they had a very meaningful we don't kiss. know we don't know we don't know what happened 
That's fair. If they had sex, we didn't see it, I should say. That's true. Correct. That's fair. Yeah. I'm going to assume, like, I, I mean, like, I thought that the kiss was inevitable. Like, I probably didn't see that, but. No, I but I, I believe, yeah, I believe that, yeah. I don't know. Like, there's definitely, they needed that connection. Like, Dawson needs to get back to Boston. And the only thing that's going to bring him back to Boston is Joey. He's going to go off to California. He's he's going to be a mind fuck. Like, even if he just kisses her and there is no sex, that's going to send him in a spiral as well. If it's sex and Mm -hmm. they had sex, I mean, it's done, done. Like, it's like, you know, but it's like, are we going to see Dawson go off to college as a virgin and be a virgin in college? I'm going to say the, the probability is pretty high that they have sex because once again like how is he going to get back to the east coast and he at the core of it dawson is a romantic and he's gonna see this as destiny like i am destined to be with joey and i have to get back to her Mm -hmm. and it kind of sucks for dawson being like this filmmaker who really has been aiming to go to California for his, you know, teenage life to be pulled back to the East coast because of love, but we'll see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so fascinating. So any, so your predictions are okay. So I guess my question to you is how are we starting the premiere of season five predictions? Like, are we starting with them in summer? Are we starting with them in college? I think that it's going to, we're going to open up and we're going to see like Joey on campus. I mean, it's going to be like all college-y and then we're going to like switch over and it's going to be Dawson who's already been there for a few months. And I think it's going to be like, I'm struggling. Like I want to be back towards Joey. I want to be back Mm -hmm. home. Like this is California is not what I thought it would be. Not what I thought it would be. The smog is like really, really bad. (laughs) It's really expensive. Vegan food sucks. Like I think that we're going to meet Dawson. He's going to be struggling. Jen and Jack and Grams are going to be like bopping in their apartment, living the good life. Like I think we're going to have a skip forward to the beginning of their freshman semester year interesting okay um but yeah that was that was our episode again like i didn't i didn't mind it like the finale or excuse me the penultimate really felt more finale-y to me but this was kind of like the fan servicey version it almost was like they did two finales and they're like let's yeah. do one and then let's do the fan servicey one yeah. that kind of i have a question people happy yeah. yeah. How would you feel, say, if Dawson's Creek did get canceled and this was the series finale? Would you feel fulfilled? Because if um, you think about it, it, okay, like Pacey's gone off and he's yeah. working on himself. He got the satisfaction from Dawson that he's like a good person. Yeah. And, you know, Jen and Jack and Grams are going to go and they're going to like live their good life. And Jen's like in a really good headspace. And then the the thing would be is that Dawson and Joey were endgame and they have a kiss. And then we're left to believe mm-hmm. like, oh, they were destined to be together. Yeah, I, I agree. I think I think this makes for a very good series finale if it was one. I think it kind of wraps everything up a- as neatly as maybe it is i think i think the only thing it's missing 
is like it kind of leaves a little bit of a lingering question of like what's going to happen with Dawson and Joey like it kind of it almost feels like it'd be better if we saw them kiss and then move on if that makes sense because I don't like to live in a world where like oh now they're hung up on each other for all the years of college you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like it kind of feels like a kiss farewell Makes more sense if they're ending the series here. Yeah. Or is it that, you know, the viewers to assume that they were that like the kiss means that they're together. Right. Which to me, it's like, well, who wants a long distance relationship? And that's true. Like, yeah. Maybe. I'm just trying to think of like, what are our lingering questions after this? And does it have right. to do with like is Dawson and Joey together now and what does that make of it like what's going to happen with Pacey um after his summer abroad sailing away like is there anything between Pacey and Joey anymore um I mean do I mean where's Yui he wasn't in this episode at (laughs) all I know that's so funny that we had like Yui play such an important role in like last episode and then he's nowhere to be found right yeah so I'm just thinking like if it got canceled like would the I mean the I'm sure the fans would revolt no but I do think this makes for a pretty good series finale if it had to be but luckily we have two more seasons we do hooray for us we're so um we're so blessed two more full seasons yeah um but we do have a voicemail from temi that i would like to play for us here um love getting feedback if you want to send in feedback at shit 90s pod on twitter and instagram and also send us in a voicemail shit 90s pod.com we love to hear him uh let's hear from temi what does temi have to say Hi, ladies. Remember when Abby had the binoculars and she was spying on Vincent and Jen from Dawson's room? Imagine Gretchen and Pacey at Jen's house at the end of the episode. Gretchen, you see that shit? I mean, the guy talked about Joey every day. I feel so betrayed. Pacey, I can't even, I can't even. I don't think Dawson's ever looked so handsome before. He just looks great. He's so cool. And, you know, he's cynical, but in a funny way. I think he is peak Dawson. Jennifer? I think the scene with uh, Jennifer and Jack and Grams was a nice uh, capstone to uh, the fact that they lived together before. And uh, will they live together again? that's a question you guys have had um there's been a lot of uh denial resolution in this episode by mitch and dawson it feels like some of that was just a set piece to have them reconcile at the end which is a common uh refrain in the show there's so much subtext and meta referencing i really like that and it won't be dawson's room in in the cold opens next season just like i referred to what will the living arrangements be with um, some people? Um, where do you think the cold opens will start next season? And then we still have to remember the question of who is the one character who's in every episode? And those wine shirts we see, they really suit Pacey. Thanks. <laughs> the wine shirts. The yeah, wine they shirts. really do. Nobody can wear them like him. Um, uh, we I love... I loved a Temi's Jennifer. That was Jennifer. That was very good, Temi. 
um so we we talked a little bit about what i think the cold opens are going to be like next i think we're going to start uh in college already Skip yeah i think a little bit. open makes sense to me so you had said you thought joey's dorm room or did you see think dawson's dorm room i think we're going to open up and i mean it is dawson's creek i was just thinking it's always dawson's room so i feel like it's more likely to be dawson's dorm room yeah yeah i just think that it makes sense like like pulling up your at campus type of thing mm-hmm. but yeah I, it is dawson's creek ultimately like dawson's the main character i do think that dawson's probably the character that's in every single episode um if not joey i mean both of them really what that was that? a question that was a question that Tammy asked like oh no 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 yeah, yeah yeah um what do you think of what Tammy said about gretchen in <laughs> oh that's so funny i loved when abby had her stinking little binoculars and was so watching good. and i could see that i can see that pacing and gretchen once again the validation that they were right the whole time like they're yep. not they weren't off base by saying that joey yeah. and dawson were still in love with each other and watching it with binoculars and shit talking would be like so funny but thankfully yeah. gretchen is oh, far far gone. away from the creek creeps and is probably living her best life yeah yeah um no i i think that's funny i think um i i love the, the imagery of that but yeah um I'm really excited to get to our next season. Like I said, I love a finale and I love a premiere. Um, But first, before we do that, of course, we have to do our uh, regular season wrap up podcast that we have. We talk through our faves, our not so faves. We rank the characters, uh, best in our favorites and least favorite episodes. And we could talk about where this falls overall in in terms of our favorite seasons of Dawson's Creek. Yep, absolutely. I'm really excited for all of that. Um, like we said before, if you want to send in feedback, please do. If you want to send in like your overall season thoughts, definitely do at shit nineties pod on Twitter and Instagram. And you can email us shit nineties pod at gmail.com. Uh, also on our website, send in a voicemail if you want to, uh, shit nineties pod.com. Um, but that's what we'll be back with next week. Sarah, what are you finishing up? Your league of their own. Are you almost done with that? I think it's almost done, right? Yeah, yeah. We've recorded all the episodes and we are about to release the eighth and final episode of the League of Their Own on post-show recaps. That was a lot of fun. Um, later on this week, I'm going to be um going on to our friend Cody Patterson's uh, America's Got Talent podcast oh, so uh agt agt time so that will be a lot of fun talking about people's talents um and then mm-hmm. aside from that you know we are um done with our season six coverage of boy meets world we're going on to our final season which is uber exciting yeah. and uh for august we have a couple of really fun movies planned so stay tuned for that you can find me at sarah ferguson you can find us at shit 90s pod on twitter and instagram www.shit90spod.com as for me uh, of course you can always hear me talking about community over on community building with josh wiggler on pusher recaps um i am beyond what i'm doing here i'm taking a little bit of a break i don't have too many podcasts going on um, but there might be something in the works for a couple weeks from now. So keep an eye on those uh, podcast feeds. Keep an eye on my Twitter at the Just Sterling. I'll for sure be tweeting about it. Um, but yeah, I think that's all we have. So we'll be back next week with our season wrap up 
uh, to cover season four of Dawson's Creek. Unbelievable. I can't, I really truly cannot believe we're through four seasons of the show. We are way over halfway through at this point. We have two more seasons to go. Um, can't wait. Talk to you all next time. Have a good one, everybody. Bye. Just ask. 90 shows taught me. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.